Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show mini-sode edition, where 10 minutes or less, we share an important topic, something to do with real estate investing, business strategies, or self-care, our three pillars that we do everything around. Right, Andressa? Mm -hmm. So we are on a mini-sode and we have time is of the essence. So let's jump into a very important and fun topic. I guess how you look at it, due diligence. <laughs> it depends. You can discover so many things during that period. It's, Isn't it's fascinating. Absolutely. But before we get into the must-haves that you should consider doing your due diligence period, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. All right, Liz, we're going to talk about due diligence. So due <laughs> diligence is a very crucial period between the time that you get the property under contract and sometimes 15, 30 days, 45 days that you're going to do your due diligence, meaning you're going to check the facts that were presented to you and discover new fun. Many times it's not that fun um, information about the property, the tenants and everything around it, just to make sure the numbers match everything. It's tight before you, you close. So we can go on and on here with an entire list of things that you should consider, but we only have 10 minutes. So I picked a couple of items that you must have it. 
right? That does not mean for the people that are listening, oh, but you didn't talk about X, Y, and Z. I just don't have the time right now for this episode. So I'm going to focus on five items that you should consider when evaluating a property. And let me do a, a pause over here. When you are evaluating a single family property is very different than when you're evaluating a multifamily, when you're evaluating an apartment complex. So it has different different levels. But let's, for the purpose of this mini-sode, let's think about small multis, duplexes and triplexes, that type of property, right? So the first thing that I will look at right? It's asking for information from the seller. And Liz, I cannot tell you how many times I, I hear people saying, well, the realtor gave me this, yeah. this information. That does not mean I'm not bashing realtors or anything else, but it is your job to verify the information to make sure that everything that you are getting was not created in order to organize, because many times those properties are being run by mom and pops and they don't have a, a good system in place, which is totally fine. You just need to know what is it. If they have that, you know, that box in the office with a ton of paper there and that's where that's they keep problem. everything. That's but a in, problem. And it's an opportunity, right, Liz? Absolutely. And I just want to say something really quick. I mean, in all the times that we've bought property from small single family homes to literally large apartment complexes, the chances of an owner slash seller being completely upfront with all the information, the bigger the deal, the more is kept out. So just keep that in mind. Expect, not expect people to lie to you, but expect that you need to, you know, do your own homework because the chances of them being completely upfront, they are selling the property. There's always reasons for that. So mm-hmm. please keep that in mind. Not, not that people are trying to lie to you. We've had that happen too, but um, the chances of them giving you everything you need to the T is very rare in this business. Absolutely. So the first thing that I would recommend you requesting information is your environmental phase one. Okay, this was going to show you the liabilities that you possibly might have regarding your property and the properties around it. And there's a funny story. Matt and I were evaluating, I think it was 60 units, 75 units, I don't remember, in, in Philadelphia. And we asked for the environmental and the guy said, oh, we have it. We have it. And we're like, great. So we can, you know, save time and money hiring uh, somebody to do that. And then they send us this document from 1960s, right? I think it was typed, actually, like with that. Those oh, like a typewriter. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Yeah. yeah. Old school. Old school. We're like, this already, like, it's, that doesn't mean anything, right? We aren't, I think it was two years ago, something like that, 2020. We, we, that is not going to cut, right? So evaluating from a a good source you got to evaluate when was it done it is still valid you want to have something that if it was six months ago i would say great no problem but 1960s not 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 so much right (laughs) (laughs) not so much a lot of things happen between then and now around that neighborhood that Mm -hmm. might have affected uh the soil so keep keep that in mind the other items is like major major items like roof and all your your mechanicals ask when when the roof was was uh 
replaced, changed, adjusted. Is there any information about that? There is not. If you're getting a bigger property, get a roofer there just to, you know, take a take a quick look. And the mechanics, uh, those are high cost. You want to make sure you understand. Is it oil, gas, electric? What is it? Right. What there, there's so many different options. And the older the property is, you're gonna look at those monsters machine. It's like, oh my gosh, this is like a scientist experiment happening over here. You might not be familiar with it. Regardless, you've got to understand what is the condition of the, the current system, how old it is, or if it's like, oh, this uh this equipment here, the average life cycle is seven, 10 years, and it was installed quite at that time, right? Seven or 10 years ago. So you know that you need to consider those those replacements pretty, pretty soon. Don't assume that everything is going to, you know, last forever because it won't. So consider what it will be the cost for replacing um, those mechanicals. So the, the other item that I would say is also the inspections, right? Multifamily, I don't know where many of you are, but uh, in uh, Philadelphia, we need sprinklers, right? So you want to check when was that sprinkler checked and it's, it's yearly inspection that needs to be done. And usually the tag is right there. So take a quick look, who is the company that is maintaining it? And if they didn't maintain, you gotta see what's what's up with that and how much it will cost. If it is not working, how much it will cost to replace just a couple, many of them. And the reason why I'm saying this, I don't wanna get too technical with sprinkler, but um, in the past, the, the water system and was very different than now. So many times you've got to replace the, the water coming, coming through. You cannot use, many times you cannot use the existing water pipe coming through. You have, a, have to have a, a dedicated line. So don't assume things. And if you're not aware, I'm not an expert in sprinkler systems, but contact a sprinkler company or contact the one that is doing the, the maintenance there and say, what, what's going, he, going on here? Can you give me a scope? Can you give me cost of, of, of maintaining it or replacing it or whatever needs, needs to be done? So keep in mind the mechanicals, uh, heat and, and cooling, right? Because your tenants, that's, that's a must, right? And gas, gas electric for the heating and cooling. You've got to take a look at that because uh, they cannot be in your property without those <laughs> basic stuff, right? So that, but those are uh, bigger, bigger ticket items that you, you, you take a look. And the reason why I'm saying that because code changes, the codes for different things changes. So many times those mom and pop places are completely outdated. And if you're going to do uh add value, going to add value and do a lot of uh, construction, you will have to update the code. So don't assume everything needs to, will stay as it is, right? So if the mom and pop properties didn't have a sprinkler system before, guess what? Gonna have to install it. And, and there's no other way around unless you're just throwing some paint and just not looking at it, right? But I don't wanna, don't quote me on that because things change all the time. The number uh, three item that I'm going to talk about is income. 
you're going to check how much is coming in, obviously, but you also want to check, are there other income that came in from laundry, from anything else that can add on? Liz, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen spreadsheets created by the seller's representative, the realtor or whatever, that were basically created. And then they barely matches what it really is. So it was just like an assumption The the numbers are very yeah. rounded. The spreadsheet does not mean anything. You've got to have either a property management report or a bank statement, something official that shows people paying, especially with COVID, right? Are they really paying for it? Is it going to the to the account. And same thing with my fourth item is the expenses. What are the expenses? And I want to see the entire cycle. What do I mean by that? Let's say utilities, who pays what, right? I want to know the entire season, the entire cycle. So 12 months, I would like to see it because don't give me the past three months because that would be very different for utilities if you're Summertime, wintertime, it really differs. So you want to see the entire thing to see if there's any, you know, commonality or things really change from that standpoint. The last thing is condition of the property, right? Of course, you want to check all the units. Sometimes it's not, but you're checking the majority of the units going to give you a very good sense of what's going on on the other units, because then you're doing the math inside your head when you go inside a unit you're doing the math. Okay. Replace kitchen, replace bathrooms. All the floor looks great. Are all the floors like this? Yeah. Or, you know, so you're doing the math in your head when you are looking at the conditions of the units. So you look at the interior and also the exterior. You want to make sure there's no like major cracks or anything. So the The trick over here is to your eye needs to be in four corners at all times, four corners. So those are my five tips for must-have due diligence. Love it. Love it. And it's so important. And due diligence is absolutely critical. And you just, it's like a muscle, right? You get better every time you do it and you just add upon the checklist and, and what have you. So great stuff as always. And ladies, with, with all of our minisodes, with all of our episodes, with everything we do, it's all about taking one step forward. Mm-hmm. Take something from this minisode, put it into action, share with us on our Facebook community. We love hearing from the women on this journey with us. So thanks for thanks for being on our journey with us and, and thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.